Hello, Monkeys fans. I am Chris Paco. And I'm Jeff Cameron. And welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. The Monkeys Fan Companion. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Jeff? I'm great. How are you? Very good. Very excited to get into the chaperone, actually. Right on. I, I really like this episode a lot. It's pretty good. It, to me, it kind of felt like uh, the first one that felt like the monkey show I remembered. It's, yeah, it hits a lot of the marks. Yeah, and they're finding their groove, I think, at this point. Like, yeah. the writers are understanding it's not so much the tropey stuff, even yeah. though it is, but kind of. But, yeah, but they're also figuring out the strengths of everybody involved. And yeah. It works out. So the Chaperone, episode nine. Yes. Directed by Bruce Kessler, written by Gerald Gardner and D. Caruso. Yeah. Aired November 7th, 1966. I wonder how many kids still had, like, candy from Halloween. They were munching while watching it. For sure. I guess so. Like, what is it? Only a week later. That's right. You're in the middle part of your candy at this point. You're not, you're not like, the, the dregs. Those, uh, the black and orange and yellow, you know, those piece of shit in a wrapper oh, that, yeah. that nobody likes. Exactly. It's always the last candy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they come in like a bag of other things. So There's like a sucker, yep. those things, and a bunch of crap. The rockets, and then the, the yeah. fucking piece of yeah. furniture wax, or right. whatever it is. Marshmallow bananas. <laughs> you don't like those? Oh, God. Not for me, I guess. You like the marshmallow bananas? Uh, they're not bad, but uh, they have their fans and detractors. They're, yeah. They're a divisive candy. I feel like with those, you'd probably have to hit it quick. Because uh, they probably get pretty hard. <laughs> Anywho. So. It opens, our episode opens with the boys helping Davey stalk a girl. Yeah, they're spying on this girl. And they say that's been long enough and he's got to go talk to her. But Davey's never really had a problem talking to girls. So yeah. I had to get everybody involved. <laughs> For real. Binoculars and things. Yeah. It's one of the things that wouldn't fly today, I don't think. Mm, probably like, not. Many things, I feel. Mm. In the monkeys. Guns included. We'll get into that. Yes. So then Davey pretends to be a TV consensus person or census person. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, asks her what TV shows she watches. I don't watch television until the evening. And he says, okay, he'll be back later. I'll be back later. Will you tell your mother I like roast beef and Yorkshire pudding? Very presumptuous of this right. TV census person. That, And also that she has a mom who she doesn't appear to have. Yeah, she never, yeah, doesn't really have any sense. And also her dad is totally trying to meet some <laughs> ladies later on. We'll get into that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so I wonder. The but, general. Yeah, maybe Davey brought it up and he just, he doesn't even know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He brought it up. He didn't want to be like. Suddenly he's super duper confident that he's going to get fed by his girl's family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yorkshire pudding too. Yes, it's very specialized. Yeah, roast beef. In case you didn't notice, I was British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Have some spotted dick with that, please, do. Love, no? <laughs> it's not for me. So the boys are fighting over the binoculars. And uh, I found that even no one has them up to their eyes. But when yeah. you look at Davey, it's in that binocular cutout. But they're always holding them the wrong way and stuff. And uh, so they run over to Davey, and now he's in love. She's divine, lovely, beautiful, divine. And Peter asked what TV program she was watching. Come on, Davey, quit fooling around. What TV show was she watching? And Mickey says... Ours, I hope. That's meta, dude. Yeah, kicking down that fourth wall. We're not supposed to know. You know you have a TV show. I wonder if there's an episode where they don't go through the fourth wall. Yeah, it seems like it happens at least once, even if it's just a brief little... Yes, anything. He's fast or something. Yeah, yeah. It's always something. They'll have to keep a lookout for that now. That'll be a new uh, new category. Did they break down the fourth wall? Yes. Yes. That's it. So then we go to the intro. Uh, so Davey goes back to her house and the guys are watching again. They have nothing else to do, I guess. Just watching Davey go on dates. Uh-huh. What they're funny is when Mike looks through the wrong end. Yes, yes. yes. Well, I didn't know she's so little. <laughs> It's a joke that always happens with binoculars when they're in a scene. Of course, yes. But it's always hilarious. <laughs> yep. I checked it out, though. The girl, um, Leslie, her, the character's name is, but her name is Sherry Alberoni, and uh, she's a former Mouseketeer. Oh, really? Yes, and she did a lot of voice work for Hanna-Barbera. 
including uh, Alexandra, the the bitch from Josie and the Pussycats, and also she's the voice of Laurie Partridge in the Partridge Family in Space cartoon that they did. Really? That's, yeah. It's a real thing. It was a real thing. Wow. The Partridge Family. a whole nother podcast man i think they did like 13 episodes before someone realized it's a 13 it wasn't even like a one-off thing no it was like a series like a saturday morning thing wow yeah did you imagine if they did it live action all that was like star trek or something wow <laughs> that would have been crazy maybe yeah. so she like has something to do with both of the biggest tv show bands that translate yes. into yes record sales wow and uh, talk about the Partridge family now or later. We have very specific reasons why we dislike the Partridge family. <laughs> they took the monkey's time slot after school. Yeah. And that was a bad day. That was a very bad day. Nah, like, wasn't. to get off on this for a little bit, like, off topic, I mean. It's probably people who weren't ridiculous like you and I were were probably like, okay, I've had my fill. Like, the season's probably played like four times or something. No, at least. And uh, yeah, we turned it on one day. And it was the Partridge family was on. Like, they had commercials teasing that the Partridge family was coming to much music. But I don't and think they said. They didn't say, kiss those monkeys goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, man. And and prior to normal people, it was like, oh, cool. Like, something new. This will be neat. But to us. New old. We were ferociously. Oh. Oh, man. If there was Twitter back then, I would <laughs> Trolled much music to pieces for that, even though it, you know, who cared really? Hashtag but. horse bullshit. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, that was an angry day, and I still, to this day, I like we hear Partridge Family. Like, Man, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck fake band. Not even a real band. Not even close <laughs> to a real band. Don't get us started. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, your sister brought she's like the Partridge Family. Like, yeah, like, what? Sellout. Yeah, traitor. Oh, for real. Get out of your park. But thanks again, Gina Vina, for yes. letting us borrow the, the Blu-rays. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. We love you. A different thing, but, you know, shut up. <laughs> okay, back to our own episode of The Monkeys, not The Partridge Family. So we're at the house. Davey knocks on the door and the dad answers. And Davey says he's selling magazine subscriptions. Dad <laughs> says we don't need any new magazine subscriptions. Oh, well, that's different, because these are new ones. Mm -hmm. These are old issues. <laughs> that was funny. That's silly. And Davey and Mickey come back as bomb shelter inspectors. Oh. And are told that he doesn't have a bomb shelter because he used to be a general in the last war. Young man, I'll have you know I was a general in the last war. Yeah. So, so is that Korea, I assume? Because Korea's Must after World War II, right? Yeah, so I guess yeah. we're in Korea. But they couldn't afford the copyright, I guess, to say Korean War. Or maybe <laughs> they just not. didn't want to oh, be... It was just to be, just to be timeless. It could have... There could be plenty of future wars. Yeah. It, could be, it was in the last war I was in. Yeah, maybe they just didn't want to bum people out by being so specific with, like, a horrible war. It's like, I was in the last war, rather than, like, I was in World War Two. Remember the Holocaust? <laughs> no, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> can I uh, see your daughter, please? <laughs> <laughs> the monkeys were taking a turn. It For be, real. Uh, remember the Holocaust route? <laughs> Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. That's another category. Yeah. Do they mention something Holocausty? Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. He says he was in the last war and he put all that military nonsense behind him and then throws them out. Dismissed. As they walk away, a girl pops out of the second story window. window. <laughs> Oh man, my southern's coming out. Ooh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> so as they walk away, a girl pops out of the second story window. Uh, it's Cynthia, the exposition assist girl. Exactly. She's with her while they're on vacation. Yes. Of course. Just, and also to help us understand the plot. And I admire your persistence, but you're wasting your time. Mr. Vandenberg runs this place like an army camp. And uh, she can only go to chaperone parties. <sighs> Boom. That's the whole thing right yes. there. Hence the name of the show, Chaperone Parties. That's not the name of the show. <laughs> they get an idea. Of course they do. Chaperone Parties? Monkey's Guitar Wipe? 
Mickey calls the dad and pretends to be an old English army buddy. Hello, General Vandenberg. Colonel Dolan, sir. Dolan's? Why is he still Dolan's? He's Dodo Dolan's. Yeah. Oh, tap. I was watching it with the captions on because sometimes you could pick up more words and stuff. And Dolan's is spelled D O L L I N S. Really? On the captions. <laughs> Whoever's typing in these captions doesn't know how to spell Mickey's name, or maybe they thought it was he's using a similar sounding different name. But maybe that's Dolans. the English. Yeah. Dolans. Dodo Dolans. Dodo Dolans. No, jump. I like I like Mickey's English guy. His English <laughs> accents always makes me laugh. Yep. And one thing was her dad is dressed up in full military yeah. garb. Like for putting that military nonsense behind him, he did a poor <laughs> job of it. They could drop you girls off at a party. I better suit up. In my full decorations and everything. Yeah. That's another thing. He's flaunting for the ladies. Oh, yeah. Non-existent mom. He, he's on the prowl. Well, it's like when you see someone who served on, like, uh, Wheel of Fortune. Well, I mean, previously served. You don't serve on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Someone who was previously in the armed forces, when they go on Wheel of Fortune or something, they got the duds on. Yeah, that's true. Got to represent, I guess. I guess so, yeah. It must be a... You're probably very proud of it. You probably get, like free dinners and stuff i guess yeah well yeah and also if you're wearing it on the show a lot of people get on your side and they want you to win true i suppose yeah so her dad doesn't says he doesn't remember mickey but then he does remember him like it was the same thing yeah. flips flaps yeah you know he must have been through some stuff in the military <laughs> for sure so anyway, mickey says that his son mickey is having a party and the general should let his daughter show up to it and he gets her name wrong every time he says it I remember you had a daughter, Hattie. Leslie. But why don't you send Tessie along? Leslie. And that's uh, and that she can bring her friend to. Boom, success. In uses the military. Well done. Yeah. Ruse by via phone. Yeah. Successful. Yeah, the easiest ruse. Phone <laughs> ruse. Phone ruse. <laughs> this leads to monkey romp number one. Yes. Essentially, with this doesn't this just doesn't seem to be my day is the song. What I liked about this romp, and as the episodes keep going, I think, they're more episode-centric romps. Yes. Like a montage more than like stock footage of them and yeah. old-timey stock footage, which is still used. But uh-huh. I think they found the monkeys could be more entertaining on the spot. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. start improvising stuff and they throw that into the romp rather than yeah. them, you know, on the unicycles and stuff. Which like, obviously... Let's, de- let's decorate for the party, but... Be zany about it, boys. In action. Yeah. I bet you that's exactly how it went. Because once they had that camaraderie and improviness going, I think they really uh, could just turn it on and turn it off. They probably sometimes couldn't turn it off, which (laughs) drove everybody crazy. For real. (laughs) Opens with them in the street and Mike getting water like a plant. And then uh, getting ready for the party. Mickey has those huge bags of popcorn. He flops around with for a while. Oh, yep. Peter makes lemonade and he squishes a fish out of the lemon. Mm. <laughs> this is so weird. I don't know. Mike trying to open up a bag of pretzels. Keeps yeah. going back to that for he, he gets upset. He does. He opens it with an axe. Mike Danning. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace from the gun. <laughs> yeah. He goes old school. <laughs> Here's Johnny. <laughs> Smashes the pretzels open. Come on. And, and Mickey in full Mickey mode. Just like climbing all over everything, trying to hang balloons. Like he's going up the thing, hanging off the balcony part and stuff like that. Yes. Oh my God. Peter cleaning paper plates gets squirted by flowers. And oh, and this part's in the intro. Mike makes that big cake. He slides down the banister and smashes his face into it. Like for real. I think that was a thing where like, okay, this took a lot of doing. We're going to use this in the intro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We had to nail this. Yeah. We did. So it's good. Yeah, and then at the end, they're, they have those unicycles and motorbikes. And I've made note of the unicycles as well. They're, there they are. Yeah. It, and just some vehicles in the, the place yeah, to help set up for the party. Davey's in a okay. wheelchair. <laughs> it's odd. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Antics. But with the, with the, with the end of the romp. Yeah. They're doing, at first they're having difficulty getting the balloons to go up. But then at the very end, when they're going, they're they're lifting, the the balloons are going up. None of them is manipulating the balloons. The balloons are lifting themselves up, it seems. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. Wow. 
<laughs> the power of the monkey. <laughs> the good vibes of monkeys trying to swindle a dad so Davey can sleep with his daughter. Yep. Boom. Guitar wipe. So they raise the balloons. They're ready to go. And Davey asks about the chaperones, and Mike tells him that they got it covered. And then there's a knock at the door. It's the landlord. Oh, Mr. Babbitt. Mr. Babbitt, yes. <laughs> you monkeys! Not is, I talk. is this his last one? I think we'll have to keep Ooh, an eye out for him again. Because I'm not sure he's in much else. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I was surprised he showed up here, to be quite honest. Uh -huh. I thought he was out a lot, like almost yeah. as soon as he came in, essentially. Yeah. Which, again, we talked about this before, but like, he thought he was a reoccurring character. Like, yes. he's supposed to be like the chaperone, kind of, for the monkeys. Yeah. In a lot of these episodes, there's a girl, there's a grown-up, there's a girl's friend, there's Mr. Babbitt, and there's like lots of non-monkey characters with lines. Yeah, like, yeah. Taking up real estate on the show. Yeah. I think they get away from that later on, where it's just like, it's a bad guy, the bad guy sidekick, and shit happens. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. They don't need the woman coming to borrow hot dogs anymore. So Mike tells them that they're having a party and they need a chaperone, and the landlord agrees. Why, of course. You boys know your landlord understands problems of you. He's always hassling him for rent, though. That's a big problem. Yeah, that's a huge problem. And what's, what's with the chaperone party concept? And How old are these kids? Yeah, that's a good question, too. <laughs> is, this, what, is this still back in the day they'd have supervised parties? Well, it's her dad, right? He's, right? he's, he's the, the buzz kill. So probably if <laughs> Cynthia was having a party... You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, I mean, if, if you know, Cynthia's parents don't care. She can okay, go well, do How it. old is Cynthia and how old is Davey supposed to be? Pretty. <laughs> Davey's probably supposed to be 20, I'd say. Because Mike's 21 in the show. Uh-huh. So I assume Davey's 20. Maybe. Which makes the next episode work. <laughs> Slightly problematic, but... <laughs> yeah, anyway. This is the 60s, though, right? The swinging 60s. Yeah, but it's, it's the dichotomy of the 60s with the free love and the chaperone parties. Yeah. Like, what's... <laughs> Mixed messages. Where we watching the script being flipped in society in 1966. Yeah. Things get a little looser. Yeah. <laughs> a looser. <laughs> so landlord then tells him he's going to charge him by the hour. Yeah. Hey. In order to do it. But it's like it's like $2 an hour he's charging him. It's something not ludicrous, but, but maybe the boys aren't impressed. No. Four hours, that's uh, four hours, two dollars an hour. What? Then there's time and a half for overtime. <laughs> Maybe for then that is crazy because bread was like t five cents. <laughs> Maybe. Like, how much bread do you need, bud? <laughs> <laughs> so they push him out the door. And then Davey asks what they're going to do now. And there's another knock at the door. And it's the cleaning lady, which is weird to have a cleaning lady yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> and she notices that Davey looks blue. Yeah, you look blue. We need a chaperone. To introduce a cleaning lady, that yep. she'll never come back. She's never <laughs> nope. been there before. And in that place, they can't afford anything. Yeah. And so they have a cleaning, which is, I don't know, maybe Mr. Babbitt. Maybe she works for Mr. Yeah, Babbitt or he, something. She comes in and cleans up after the monkeys. I guess. <laughs> Shovel all the horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Scooting out all the birds from Davy's room. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guitar wipe. Peter and Davey are dressed posh and trying to get the cleaning lady, clean lady to act highbrow so she can pass as like a, a chaperone because they have to be highbrow, I guess. Uh, apparently. They're just not being old enough to say, hey, hands off, young man. Yeah. That's not the only qualification. You got to be like... A lady of the house? A lady of the house. <laughs> so Davey says that in six months she'll be uh, posh, posh as posh can be. <laughs> And Peter asks, what about the party tonight? Well, that'd be a little harder. <laughs> so, she's just a mess. Guitar wipe. Mike is teaching her how to drink with her pinky up. Yep. To be classy. She asks what Peter's doing over there. And then Mike walks away and she pours the, her drink into the plant instead of drinking it. And she fills it up with booze from her purse tap. <laughs> purse tap. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I guess... Night. She's in people's houses cleaning. She just gets a little glow. <laughs> she brings her booze purse with her to work. <laughs> I wonder the logistics. If it's just like the lining of the purse, like you fill that up, or if the Maybe. whole purse is like a box of wine. You, and might, you, have a, a, <laughs> you might have a flask within the, the, purse the, the deal. Yeah, so you can still use it as a purse. <laughs> just, a, just a purse full of wine. <laughs> That's what I think it is. Just loose wine in a purse. <laughs> <laughs> just sloshing around. It's like one of those buckskin things yep. that you wear. 
Not you personally wear, but <laughs> other people. I thought you'd never notice. <laughs> and then, uh, so she takes another drink before Mike gets there, but doesn't finish it and pours it out in the la- in the plant. Mm, yeah. Then when Mike shows up, the plant's all wobbly and drunk. What is in that? <laughs> that purse wine is some strong stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been in the sun all day. <laughs> it's been in a leather purse for who knows how long. Yeah, exactly. Sloshed around. It's all fuzzy. <laughs> so, guitar wipe. Peter's putting marbles in his mouth and teaching her how to talk properly. The idea is to put as many of these marbles in your mouth as you can and still be clearly. What's that? Which, those look like gumballs. They do. I thought that too. Yeah, they're definitely gumballs or not. I hope so anyway. That'd be a lot better than putting marbles in your mouth. Yep. And then Mike pats him on the back and he spits them out all over the place. And that's kind of the, the whole thing. Yeah. I almost feel this could have been done in a romp. Like a montage romp where you could, they're not saying the stuff, but you could tell what they're doing. Yeah, because yeah. they don't really say anything yeah. enough. Like the, the maybe the Mickey Davy thing. Maybe. But the other stuff is just visual gags. Well, missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then Davy's teacher to talk in front of candles, and when she oh, yeah. speaks, the candles erupt because yeah, on freaky stage kind of lava thing. It's hooked up to the gas line or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was like that was a big day on set. Like, everybody stand back. We've got the the flame. <laughs> Davy's got candles. no eyebrows yeah. for the rest of the episode. Why do I have to do this? Well, Davy, heat rises and you're so low to the ground it won't even affect you. <laughs> oh, all right. Off to fuck. <laughs> I think that's our new Davy Jones catchphrase. Oh yeah, that's good on a t-shirt. <laughs> Funny when he says it sadly. <laughs> Guitar way, parties in full swing. The boys are in full monkey clothes. Yes. And Miss Weavers, who's the cleaning lady, she's passed out drunk. Weavers, yes. Oh, it's Weavers. Weavers. W e e f. E-R-S. Oh, my goodness. It's on the captions as Miss Weefers, and that's what they say. Interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. So his, she's passed out. Yep. The boys freak out. <laughs> that purse wine. That purse wine knocks her right hoot. You think she'd be used to it if she's carrying around booze. Maybe she turned it up she's hanging out with the kids. Boys freak out because Leslie and her dad are going to be there soon. There's a knock at the door, and Mike and Davey run to it, and then Mickey stands behind with Mrs. Weefers. Mm. Or stays behind with her. Yep. And they answer the door and try to shoo Dad away, but he wants to meet the chaperone. Oh, yeah. As you'd expect, I guess. Oh, and I noticed in the scene, there's the girl in the green dress sitting there in the chair or whatever. Okay. Is extra. And she's just, like, looking so unimpressed. Like, looking oh. at everybody all judgy and really? weird. And, I like, enough for me to notice her. And I was like, well, this is something. Look at this girl. Like, too cool uh-huh. for school at the monkeys screening or taping. So Mickey comes down the st- stairs dressed in drag as Mrs. Arcadian. Classic Mickey thing. Yeah, what the? <laughs> I guess you're in a pinch. Every few weeks, the yeah, mon- the boys got to be in drag. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You guys got a leftover from Monkey versus Machine. Yeah. And uh, so he flirts with the dad. Good evening, Jimmy Vandenberg. How nice of you to come. Who then gets really into it? Way into it. Very into it. And then when she's not looking, he puts another medal on his on his shirt, <laughs> which shows. He's wearing it to impress the ladies. Yeah. The more it turned on, he is the more metals. He puts <laughs> I guess on that, that must be the <laughs> the why of it. He's like Iron Man, just covered in metals, <laughs> trying to pick up girls. <laughs> oh my God. And all the shots of Mickey have the gauze over the lens. So yes. Make, make it look more magical. Like oh yes. To do like soap opera-ish. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. old movies, they would do that too. Yep. So now, because the chaperone thing works too well. The general doesn't want to leave, and he's just going to hang out at the party. Uh, well, I guess you'll have to be going now. Oh, the hurry. The evening is young. And try to uh, make out with Mickey, and they, they hop on the love seat together. Oh, and, uh, in that case, why don't you two just sit over there in the love seat? Oh, good. We'll get you some punch. So the other boys meet at the punch bowl. They tell Mickey that he's going to be gone in a few minutes and just to humor him. Yep. And and Mick keeps, or Mike keeps dick dip. <laughs> Want to try that one again? <laughs> yeah. Mike keeps dipping his orange peel in the punch. Yeah. I, I rewound that to figure out what the heck he was doing. 
Just a weird Mike improv thing, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty funny. One of those stupid things. And uh, so Peter talks to the girl in the green dress that looked so judgy. Why so glum? This is a party. Look, they're all children. I want a real man. So maybe she was supposed to be looking at everybody yeah, judging. So yeah. it was very she did she's a very good job because yeah. I noticed it. I was like, look at this fucking girl. What's her problem? But oh, then man. Tarzan, <laughs> yeah, shows up. Tarzan with the whole title wipe and everything. Yeah. Hey. So NBC, he must have been on NBC. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't. think I don't know if it was a series Tarzan, or right? if they were still. It was like a movie series. It was like an old school like movie serial thing, yeah. like a Flash Gordon, but like later on, obviously. Because yeah, I don't think it was a TV show. I thought it was. A, I okay. could be wrong. I, I'm probably wrong. We could both be wrong. Yeah, we're both wrong. It was but anyway, it was definitely Tarzan. Yeah, as he was in the '60s. And he picks her up, and she just sweeps off. She's gone. Yeah, and then Peter says... He gets more girls that way. So Mickey and the general are on the love seat flirting. I'm sure I've seen you somewhere before. Have you ever been to jail? A girl sits down beside Mr. Schneider and asks if he thinks that teenagers should neck, yeah. which is weird. I was thinking necking is a weird... It's a weird word. I don't like it. Nope. And then he says no, yeah. but she says, well, my husband is getting really impatient. Yeah. So she's a teenager, she's married, and she should be, air quotes, necking gee. As a weird little, like a laughing style, quick little joke. Because yeah. This is well, pre laughing, obviously. Uh, yeah. And like, if you watch an episode of Laughing, it's like just a train wreck of a thousand of those little things just piled up. Mickey bails on the general and says that people should be dancing, so he tells the boys to start playing, which puts us right into Monkey, Monkey, Monkeys. Monkey Rump, Monkey Rump number two, Take a Giant Step. Oh, yes. Which is always good times. Yep. I don't know if you noticed the version they use. It's not a double track vocal. It's a single track. So it sounds a little different. Nice. Because double tracking. The listener, if they know or not, but how it works is you sing the exact same part twice. They're recorded over each other. So it sounds like a little bigger and thicker. It's kind of a warbly chorusy effect. And so like when you just hear the one voice, it sounds like there's a little less to it. But anyway, that's the difference here. For some reason, they just used a single track vocal take. I wonder why. Of Take a Giant Step. They have to make it look like he's only singing one. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be like live. That's true. Technically, you know, they're whatever. But there's also two Mickeys singing. There's Drag say, Mickey is singing as well. Exactly. Mickey splits into two people. And Mrs. Arcadian. Mrs. Arcadian and Mickey Dolins. according to the, the captions. <laughs> yes. And Mr. Snyder's got his foot tapping. Yeah. And uh, an, an old lady takes a surfboard outside. Yeah. Part. And it's the same old lady who's looking through the Alcatraz telescope yeah. and seeing stock footage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the boys are playing in the red monkey shirts on the balcony. Yeah. Which is cool. Then behind that. There's a cool shots of behind them looking in. Yes. That's cool. That's cool. Because you don't often see. There's always the one wall you don't see on TV shows. That's and true. whenever you do see it, you're like, whoa. That apartment's so much smaller than I thought because uh-huh. you've never seen a wall there before. It's true. Yeah. Like if you ever like look at the TV in Seinfeld, like his TV. Oh. Like, oh, wow. Weird. That's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> or friends or something. There's a table there. You <laughs> see the wall there. It's like, oh my God. Interesting. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, the old lady looks through the telescope, see Al- Alcatraz for 10 cents, and then stock footage. There's like like elephants in the waters, pirates, yeah. army. Yeah. And so, oh yeah, and Mr. Clean shows Mr. up. Mr. Clean shows up. And that guy looks a second lot celeb- like Mr. Clean. Uh, incredibly much like Mr. Clean, a celebrity, our second celebrity guest star at this party. The yeah. monkeys know some people. <laughs> they do, they do, and uh, he starts cleaning the windows. Yeah, and stuff like that, <laughs> like he does. And Tarzan's showing off his muscles to the girl in the green dress, who's now unimpressed. With yeah, the real she's kind of had it with him now. Yeah, now she wants a, a child, I guess, yeah. at the party. But then. Mr. Clean and Tarzan seem to have a thing going. Like they're both. I think they're. You think they're having a pose off? (laughs) A pose off, or like there's some emotion there. Oh my! That's what I think. I think because they because they're both kind of dancing with each other, but not with each other. The girl in the green dress is like the buffer. So that's all I'm saying. (laughs) I think there's more to Mr. Clean and Tarzan than they've led us to believe. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a sentence no one has ever said before. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> so Mickey gets fed up hanging out with the general because he's getting fresh. My late husband won a ribbon like this for doing something to help shorten the war. Oh, what'd he do? He deserted. <laughs> he bails into the other room. Because <laughs> I'm sure it happens a lot of parties when you want to talk to somebody, you just go in the other room. Yep. Knock at the door, Mickey answers it, and it's the landlord ready to be the chaperone. But he falls in love with Mrs. Arcadian, too. Hi, I'm the boy's landlord. The name is Babbitt. Of course. Or Miss Arcadian. Mrs. For some reason, I think, I think it's, it's Mrs. Arcadian. Yeah. So yeah. these guys just back off. No. For real. And he tells that he could kick the boys out if she wants, and she could have the apartment. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. And she says she couldn't do that to the boys. Yeah, he doesn't care. Scruples it might pay on time because they don't seem to be doing that. Uh, that is true, too. <laughs> so, Leslie and Davey are hanging out, and she says that Mrs. Arcadian is a strange woman. And Davey spills the beans to her, tells her that it's Mickey dressed up, and father right behind them. Here's the whole thing. <laughs> oh, man. I bet to a military guy in the mid 60s who fought like World War II in Korea, <laughs> getting tricked into flirting with another man dressed in drag. Probably doesn't go oh, over too well. That's a problem. I think it wouldn't go over too well with many people, but probably a guy from the greatest generation would probably have a bigger problem with it. <laughs> did they call themselves that back then? I don't know. I don't think they did yet. Not yet. I think <laughs> probably a couple of them did. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Look what we did. Now you're growing your hair like girls, playing, <laughs> doing drugs, trying to bang my daughter <laughs> while I try to bang your buddy. Jesus, what happened? What did I fight for? For real. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> General rounds everyone up military style. Yes. And uh, he unplugs the jukebox and marches everybody out of the party. Like yes. The Hup 2-3 kind of thing. And everybody yep. just does it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, oh, how'd they get everybody out the party last time? They played poker, poker music. music. Okay. Yeah. So now the second way to clean out a monkey party. Yeah. Yeah. Just march him out. No, uh, there was no uh, a dance made this one. There's like no chop or the kidnap. Nope, not this time. I wonder why. They should have done it. They just did the march. Yeah, yeah the march. I don't know if anyone can hear us, but they're vacuuming in our hallway. That's okay. So. Whoa, just what? <laughs> one of your cats isn't out there, is it? Settle down, Mrs. Weefers. <laughs> She got into the purse mine again. Yeah, it fell over. Got stuck up in her back. <laughs> the boys ask if everything is all right, and he tells them that it's great, and that he and Mrs. Arcadian have a, has agreed to be his wife. Right? <laughs> he does a apparently a little ass grab thing too. Because oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So he's all in for real. He, he, he's, he knows what's going on. Yeah, he's still, he switches the ruse around. Yeah, but doubles down. <laughs> yeah. And is like, all right, bud, we're going to flirt. I'm going to flirt. We're going to flirt Korea style. I don't know what that means. So he tells Mickey that they're going to honeymoon in Madrid, Rome, and Venice. And Mickey daydreams about being in a gondola. Yeah, he's totally into it. Yeah, and he can't let it go. And the uh, the other guys try to convince him to explain or whatever, but he's locked into going to Venice. Uh-huh. He wants to be in a gondola. The general pulls Mickey's wig off and busts them, and then Leslie stands up to him. There can be no excuse for this kind of deceit. There is an excuse. You're the excuse. You and your medieval attitudes. Look what you made these boys go through just because Davey wanted to date me. And then suddenly Mrs. Weefer shows back up, and she's super drunk. Yep. <laughs> recites the posh lines. Huntington Harford hates pickled and the candles explode again she's holding candles yep. uh, Peter and Davey are back in their English clothes instantly like the, like the Sherlock Holmesy kind of clothes oh yes for the one little clip there I think she's got it by George she's got it the landlord comes back to tell Mrs. Arcata he can't live without her and realizes that it's Mickey and just kind of skulks away yeah and that's it like kind of like oh my god oh i said that shit that i kicked the boys out oh no (laughs) i wonder if he's more uh embarrassed about that or that he was trying to hook up with mickey which one even made him more like oh my god (laughs) he should have stayed at home so davy says to the general that all he wants to do is date his daughter and then the general's like well i'm not an unreasonable man it's like what this whole thing you've been unreasonable (laughs) Like, you've been crazy this whole time. And then 
Peter and Mickey and Mike have a moment. And Mike, Mike and Mickey go literally nose to nose. When they turn to each other, their noses touch each other. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. That's funny. And Mickey says, there's just one thing. What? Do I got to give back the rings? <laughs> Leslie and Davey are talking, and she says her dad doesn't need a chaperone anymore. And isn't that great news? And Davey's like, yeah, we could. And we cut to a wide shot. We see that she now has a huge dog to protect her. Yes. That's why she doesn't need a chaperone. Davy's got to get rid of her. There'll be a new chick next week. For yeah. Sure. yeah. New bed. Davy's up in the tree because he's scared <laughs> yep. that this dog is going to eat him, which it probably would. And Mike is with the green dress girl. And Mickey's with Cynthia. Oh, wow. And Peter swings in like Tarzan and lands in the pond. Yes. Classic yes, yes. silly Peter. And um, then, then there's a romp right at the very yeah, end. Yeah. Monkey's romp number three. Three romps. Is this the, the only hat trick romp episode so far? I know there's lots of songs, but I don't know if they're romp specific. Yeah. So this is a good triple romp. The scuba romp. The scuba romp, yeah. They're it's in the good. scuba gear. And it's uh, You Just May Be the One, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Heavy improv in this one. Yep. Drinking out of each other's hands. And I have here, when I was writing this out and I was typing so fast, I wrote nads. Ah. <laughs> so it said drinking out of each other's nads. That's and I in thought the bonus that was material hilarious. on the 10th disc. So I, I figured I'd write that just because I thought it was funny. <laughs> and they're playing in a room that looks like it's from the Haunted Mansion episode. It's like oh, they, yeah. they go creepy looking room mm. for some reason. Maybe. Yeah. There's one part during this thing where Davey forgets the words. He's singing, he screws it up. And he looks over at Mike, and Mike kind of gives him a look, and so Davey does a stupid dance. Yeah. And then Mike kind of, like, shakes his head, just like, oh, for God's sakes. Yeah. But, yeah, and then because uh, it doesn't go over well, Davey does, like, a comic funny double take to Mike. Like, what, what? Oh. But it's all during this little chorus of the song huh. that I never noticed before. I think I remember the Davey faces. I don't remember the whole sequence. Though. Yeah, there's a whole story huh. in there. And uh, then, yeah, then that's just kind of the end. So it's not so much a romp. It's like a live performance with scuba gear yeah. stuff for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why. Had, there's no nothing in the episode to go scuba-wise, no. so it's whatever. <laughs> we don't have any scuba episodes. we got to pop this in somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I wonder if, because the last time they're in the pool, if that's the same pool as Head, because that was yeah. the pool in the, the early episode. Yeah, maybe. Hope so, because it's just cooler. But anyway, so that's the episode right there. Yep. Um, overall thoughts for me, I think this is my favorite episode so far. Really? It feels the most like the monkeys I remember. I feel like they're, they're getting their look down, they're getting their humor down, yep. and it just feels to me like, I like the direction this one takes it. Yeah, they're having a party at the pad. Like it's mostly a Davy episode, but it's also a Mickey episode by the end of it. Yeah, that happens yeah, yeah. kind of more than once. It starts off as one guy's episode, then the other guy takes over a little. Yeah, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. A lot of Mr. Schneider moving. A lot of Mr. Schneider. Almost it's a Mr. Schneider episode. <laughs> it's a break breakout episode for sure. And speaking of breakouts, Mickey has a big zit on his lip. Oh, that probably on the Blu-ray now you can see it. I bet you you couldn't see it uh, before. Yeah. I didn't notice this. You're lucky your TV is so spectacular to pick up these details. Yes. Is there a gun in the show? This is a new category. Is there a gun in the show? Well, the military dude. But I don't remember. No, there's the axe. There's an axe. No, I don't think there's a gun in this show. The yeah. fact that it's like unusual that there isn't a gun yeah. in this family show. Yeah. Man. Yeah, different times, man. It was. Different times. Um, For you, what's a highlight? Of the show, uh, I just like the the party scenes. It's a good time, and yeah, I like the surprise special guests. Yeah, it's a neat little touch they're <laughs> able to do, and it's always fun when you see like a little little piece of Hollywood from back then, kind of yeah, walk into the show for a minute. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for me, my highlight would be uh, the Davy Mike thing during the "You Just May Be the One" at the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a cool moment. And I think that also, too, shows them getting more comfortable with one another and all that stuff. For sure. What's your musical moment? Oh, uh, Anytime you just may be the one is on, yeah. I'm, I'm always pleased. It's yeah. A, one of my favorites, as been mentioned before. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of the other. This just doesn't seem to be my day is okay, I guess. It just doesn't seem to be a song I care about. Yeah. 
I do like Take a Giant Step, but I, I that like, is a good uh, one. And it's kind of neat that it is like an alternate take yeah. of the song. So yeah, that's, there's that too. Yeah, agreed. All right, so it is now everybody's second favorite thing or favorite. I don't Depending. know. Depending, it's up to it's up to the listener. Up to you. We won't tell yeah, you. We don't. We're not going to force yeah. anything on you. No. But it's time for the uh, rando selectum up countdown featuring the wool hat of mystery. Woo. Everyone. All right, so you can you can reach in there first. Okay. Oh, oh. What do you got there? Uh, today we got oh my my. Ooh, nice. I don't. I like oh my my. It's it's pretty decent. Last gasps of the original monkey era. Yes. It is down to Mickey and Davy. One of the few things wrong with it is uh, it just makes me want to hear I love you better again. Yeah. When you first said, oh, my, my, I heard I love you better in my head. Because <laughs> they, they do go hand in hand. They're like double A side, I think they were treated like at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. One thing on the Changes record is uh, the bass is unreal on almost yep. every song. It's True. so good. So good. And oh, my, my is a great song. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't specifically hear Davey on it the way you could hear him on uh, I Love You Better. That, backups. Yeah, that's true. But it's still a great Mickey song. Mickey never, ever phones it in. No. He always has a great performance, cool little parts. Like the whole, he just gives it the best he's got like every time. Yeah. Even like the, you make my life. With yeah, that part it's kind of little like flexes radical. here and there. Yeah, and the Mickey dueling with the guitar solo. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I really like "Oh My My" a lot. It's a decent tune, and it, once again, it's near the end, so we sort of have bittersweet feelings towards it because yeah. there's Mike and Mike, Mike and Peter are gone. Yeah, and it's towards the end of the box set. <laughs> <laughs> I have to listen to something else soon. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That kind of thing. But other than that, uh, like it's objectively a pretty decent song. Yeah, I agree. So out of our list, what do we have up to now? We have 21. So do you feel this would go in the top 10 or top 20 from mm. what we have? For perspective, our number 10 is uh, Mommy and Daddy. Top 10, I'd say. You say top 10? I like it more than Mommy and Daddy for sure. Do you like it better than Dream World? We can put it between Take a Giant Step and Dream World. That's a good place for it. Here we go. Boom. What number is that? Oh, oh my, my is now number eight on the countdown. There we go. Probably one of the first times Oh My My has been in the top ten. Oh, wow. My, my. Okay, reaching in, pulling out. Oh, God. Oh. We haven't touched this record yet. Oh. We have every step of the way from Pool It. Oh. Pool It. I asked around. It, obviously we haven't not, not much. hit it up yet but like for me pool it's not a very big record right right and I, I like how you were saying like it is for some people though for sure it was definitely the gateway thing where like they had just found out about the monkeys and they love the monkeys now and oh they're gonna put on shows oh they're gonna put out a record i'm gonna get that record it's <laughs> gonna be my favorite record and some of the songs on here you could tell these are the favorite monkey songs of a lot of people but that's saying something about the, those people. Well, it's just the timing thing, you know. <laughs> no, definitely. And especially if you were young and it yes. became one of those things you just listen to and it gets and, ingrained into your nostalgia. And because it was a mid eighties, they, they got a video for this one. Okay. I think this is the only Davy song where they get a video during the mid eighties comeback. Oh, really? Every step of the way. I'm not too sure. That's a, <laughs> It's one of the ones you, you mentioned is on the box set. Um, it's a, a Davy Rock song. Yeah. We don't get a ton of those. That's very true. So it was, it's, I guess it's not a bad song, really. The video's weird. <laughs> Just a very weird video. It was, yeah. And I think Davy really pushed the song on the guys and on MTV and to make the video and make it a single. And I think it didn't do well. And. 
it was kind of the beginning of the end for the the comeback thing, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah. Huh. Or like like MTV refused to play it or something, and Davey got upset. She's got my jacket. You've heard the thing when Davey's like, MTV needs the monkeys more than the monkeys need MTV at one point. Oh, really? Davey said that. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. It's, but he's... David Jones, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Perspective-wise. From his perspective, you know. Yeah. What they pulled off in 86. It's oh. unreal. Oh, very well. Yeah, no one saw that coming. Nobody. Nobody at all. Like they came all the way back. And it was it was something, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. But in terms of how good this song is, it's okay. It's not great. I'm going 20s. Yeah. No, it's no, no top 10 material. Nah, not quite. That. You got lyrics include, like... I sewed a button, you know, you sewed a button on my shirt one day. <laughs> Who's writing this stuff? Tell me right what I know, babe. <laughs> Call back. So, yeah, the question is, how bad is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it worse or better than never tell a woman? Yes. Um, <laughs> better, maybe? <laughs> Better maybe. What's what's above? Never tell a woman yes. Uh, don't wait. For, don't wait for me. Don't, don't wait for me. dear little more yeah, micable yeah, mic yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, we'll put it in between. These, it's just gonna be a pile of stuff at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it's the silt. So number nineteen is every, every step, step of, the way. of the way. Every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Exactly. At least they were still making songs. Exactly. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. part of the fun. Yeah. All right. Let's reach into the bag again. It's up and, to you. Okay. The, the First head. of all, Sorry. all that being said, it's probably the best Davy song on Pool It. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah. And yeah. it's also bad. Yeah. I definitely have to say, I don't like Pool It. It was the first Monkey's vinyl record I ever bought. Right. Like I found it used somewhere. And I, that was the first one I ever bought. Uh-huh. Uh, I've maybe listened to it twice in my whole life. Yeah, it's just one of those kind of records. Like, true. I just listened to it again recently, and Mickey seems like the Mick. There's some Mickey songs on it that Mickey has an idea. He's got a bit of a vision of what the song, the record, a cool '80s monkeys record. Like some of the songs on there are really kind of kind of neat. Yeah, but some of the Davy songs, it seems like. And it seemed like in the 60s, no one's fully explained to him what a rock and roll band is <laughs> or what a rock and roll band does. Yeah. And it's, it's the, just put on pull it one day and you'll see what I mean. But yeah. anyway. Anywho. That's, that's enough for now. We'll have plenty of more yeah, opportunities we'll more to talk about pull it. Thank God. Yeah. I always think they should take off the L and the it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to upset a number of fans. Yeah. <laughs> so reach into that wool hat. So if you got something to say about Pull It in our reaction to it, just come look for us on Facebook. Yes. Tell us what you think of us. And Twitter and Instagram. All these things. Boom. All the social medias. Stick your hand in that wool hat and pull out. Uh, a man <laughs> without a dream. It's the B-side to Teardrop City, oh. which means it's in a great spot to begin with. But I guess today we stick with a Davy theme, and obviously it's a feel-good number. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I, I, I can't recall how it sounds, but to, a man without a dream. <laughs> Close enough. You Look can guess what it sounds <laughs> Bowie doing it. I'm sad without a dream. A man without a dream. Not only is it the B-side to Teardrop City, it's also on Instant Replay. A very colorful album. Mm -hmm. Full of miserable songs. (laughs) Some good songs. Some great songs. There is. It is, as I think we've mentioned before, kind of an underrated album. But a lot of bad times. Yeah. Won't be the same without her. Me without you. Don't wait for me. While I cry. 
the girl I left behind me, a man without a dream. It's like the chapter list of a bummer movie yeah, on man, a DVD. It's uh, tough times. And then it wraps up with Shorty Blackwell. Goofy, goofy song about yeah. uh, Mickey's cat, I think. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Odd times. It's very weird. And but actually, anyway, Man Without a Dream. Again. Cool instrumentation. It's got that neat baritone guitar, like a Glenn Campbell kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, not, it's just another... Yeah, it just gets lost in the wash. As a previous descriptive word for a Davy song, it's uh, kind of schmish. <laughs> Yes, it's a very schmish-worthy song. Schmish. So it gets to schmish somewhere in the upper teens. Yeah. I think it's worse than hard to believe. Yeah. Is it worse than every step of the way? Would you put that on before every step of the way? Maybe. 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 It can go either before or after every step of the way. Yeah, we'll just put it where where there's space for it. So in between every step of the way and every title of women, yes, we have a man, just a man, <laughs> without a dream. Man, this is a, a tough top three or a tough random three. Indeed. But hey, we got to hit them all. Exactly. We got to get out of the way. And, and uh, you know, so a lot of was that all today. three of them just now? That's all three. Okay, so our, our top five went untouched. And so we can uh, briefly recap. But number five, Valerie. At number four, you just may be the one. At number three, listen to the band. At number two, Circle Sky. And holding steady at number one. Long title, Do I Have to Do This All Over Again. Well, I know one thing. We will be doing this all over again next week. Darn right. With all of you beautiful monkey lovers and listeners. Seven whole days from now. Yes. Yes, so please come join us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We love talking into your earballs. <laughs> and everybody, have yourself a monkey little evening. Bye. Hey, Monkeys fans. If you like what you're hearing, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at Podcast Valley Sunday. We'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook group, we'll be updating the countdown every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And if you can rate us, please rate us. But be nice. We're thin-skinned.